love a win at home, Petey. Let's go. LFG, and that game could have gone a lot of different directions, and it went in the direction of a win, and I will take it. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. Craig will be calling in from Mullet shortly. We have Eric behind the Mac today making his Coyotes debut. We just debut. rotate them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we apparently scare away all producers, so just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, lots to get into. Let's summarize the game off the top. Do you want to do it or would you like me to? This one is just uh, as the title and the thumbnail suggested. See Seesaw. Seesaw. Back and forth. Back and forth. Wow. Unbelievable tilt. And it started again. The Coyotes need to buckle down that yeah. first minute because this is starting to become a habit. So start off down one nothing on a 2 on all from the blue line in, which we may talk about later. We may. Ma- we Magic may. Michelli shot ties it 1-1. Then Coyotes go up ahead with a goal from Barrett Hayton. Clayton Keller. Oh wait, no. No. Barrett Hayden. Barrett Hayden makes it makes it two one. Schultz ties it a minute later. Schwartz four. Seattle makes it three two. On their power play. And Keller scores less than a minute later. Keller scores the goal that we all thought he yeah, had. Yeah, the first time. Literally identical shot. Three three. And then the 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 Minnesota Mister Hockey Nick Bugstead wins it in a shootout. <laughs> Did you know he's from Minnesota? I, I did. I <laughs> did. He's from Minnesota Blaine. Blaine. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and Ingy. So, Ingy and, Bo- and Boogie. Yeah. And, and a good bounce back for Ingram, who just, had a few shaky moments in this one. Yes. So, he he kind of came through when it mattered most. When it mattered. In the shootout. And it's and a win. They get the and win. It's, it's a win at home. And I think it's really important that this team get it. They get it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's way past my bedtime. Don't let Craig know I said get it. It's important they got to win prior to getting on this road trip. This is a tough road trip. This is a long road it's trip. It's a long road trip, and it's, it's tough travel, and this is not going to be a fun road trip. So I think it was important that they got got points out of this game tonight, and, and I think that this they haven't they haven't been able to close games out. They haven't been able to come back in games, and, and, and they haven't finished strong in the third period, and I thought this was much better. Um, and I think maybe this may bring them some confidence before they hit the road. Absolutely. Um, Well, let's take this one off by getting into the numbers. So we'll look at the numbers presented by our friend at Desert Financial Credit Union. Seattle outshot the Coyotes in this one, 38 to 28. And despite a few shaky moments from Ingram, overall, he stood tall, saving 35 of 38, which is a pretty good performance. He faced a lot of shots. Um, Special teams was the big story. We'll talk about this in a moment. Coyotes two for four, continuing their power play that came in top 10 ranked in the NHL coming into tonight. But Seattle was one for three because on the flip side, the Coyotes PK is kind of toward the bottom of the league right now. Hits were 24 to 18 Seattle and then shot attempts were in Seattle's favor, 73 to 55. But PD, I think the special teams battle is kind of the, the story in these numbers. Yeah, and we've talked about how important these special teams battles are in these games. And and when the Coyotes power play is rolling, um, it's really good. Yeah. And I thought you saw the chemistry again. The chemistry between Schmaltz and Keller just continues to grow. Um, they get the two power play goals tonight, and really, it's the same play. It's it's a Keller. It's a, it's a give and go from Keller to Schmaltz right back to Keller for a one-timer. Hayton tips the first one, and Keller puts the other one right by Joey Cord. So uh, they're zipping it around pretty good, and, and I thought the power play has looked really strong the last couple of games. So it's important if we're going to keep talking about the P word and this team sticking around – 
and making it interesting. The power play is going to have to be good. The penalty kill is going to have to get a night where they where they shut down the opponent 100%. Yeah. Like, you look for those games where you don't give up the, the goal where you're sitting in the penalty box, and this team is, has only done that twice now through 12 games. They're going to have to get a game yeah. where they can stop it, and they're going on the road to face some tough teams. They, they're going to have to get better on killing penalties, but you're right. The, the, it was the difference again tonight. The power play, you know, you, you get two power play goals, and they, they had the stat. It's the third time this happened this season, and they're 3-0 and when they got two, two power plays goals in the same game so it's good to see and it's good to see Keller get back on the score sheet again too yeah absolutely um but yeah penalties continue to be an issue not just suffering on the penalty kill but taking them Uh, I felt like every two minutes in this game somebody either on Seattle or Arizona was taking a penalty and luckily they scored one more power play goal than Seattle did because really that became a difference in this game. This easily could have been a 4-3 Seattle regulation win. Um, And it just happened to go to extra time and kind of even the playing field for the Coyotes to get a win in this one. Um, So, yeah, it it was... But it was back and forth, though, and it felt like... Seesaw, seesaw. When we sat there and watched it here in the studio, we were like, there would be moments where the Coyotes had Seattle hemmed in and their offense was buzzing, and then two minutes later, Seattle's all over the Coyotes and the Coyotes can't get out of the zone. So it was just, it was, as you said, it was penalty one way, penalty the other way. Penalty one way, penalty the goal back. It was a really odd game. That it was, It was so, it was even. It was even both ways. I know the shots got a little swayed, but Seattle throws a lot of shots at the net. Seattle, they shoot from everywhere, and, and I think that skewed the shot attempts a little bit, but I thought it was a pretty even game, as, as the score suggested. It was, it was just really important to this team to get a win before they leave town. Yep, absolutely, because... Uh... And you know what a win means. We're not going to do it now. We're not going to do it now. But we might get a little visit from our friend, the Mullet Magician. Magician. The only problem is we only have 19 likes right now. And I don't think the Mullet Magician comes out until we have, mm, I don't know, I'm feeling, what do you think, 50? 50 likes. Wow. There's more than 50 people watching. I can't see why we can't get 50 likes. We, so magic. 50, 50 likes to see the mullet magician. Okay. So just buckle up because we got some buckle good ones up, coming from him tonight. Um, but let's start in chronological order with this one. And let's start with our friend. Matthias Michelli. Because, oh my God, a rocket. A unbelievable shot. Um, his second goal of the season. And now Matias Michelli is on a nine-game point streak. What? Do you want me to say that again? Yeah. He's on a nine-game point streak, which is the third longest active point what? streak in the NHL right now. Right now. Yep. Matias Michelli. Matias Michelli. Have you heard of him? Have you heard of him? He didn't win the Calder last year. You he know, did not. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Petey, because... Okay. I'm going to be like Craig and get on my soapbox for a second. Please do. Matias Michelli finished fourth in Calder fourth? voting. Fourth? You know who finished ahead of him, Pete? Who? Stuart Skinner. Who? You know what's going on with the Edmonton Oilers right now? Yeah, they stink. They stink. And you know why they stink? Goaltending. Goaltending. Buddy. I'm just saying, Matias Michelli deserved to be a Calder finalist. Nine consecutive games. He has a point. Nine. That's Nine. A lot. And That's he, a lot. and he, sh- and well, he, you've only played in 12. And he passed to the net. And he passed to the net. Passed the net. Just and passed it was an unreal shot. And, and I tell you what, that shot, it, it was like the top of the circles, between the top of the circles and the blue line, fired off the post and in. That was a hell of a shot. And, and I, it is good to see him shooting more. Did he shoot more tonight? He had two shots on goal. One of them went in. So, hey. Yeah, that was a really good shot, Matias Michelli. And it was important that they get the goal there because the, the, the defensive breakdown that led to the one nothing goal, the 2 on all the way, and you go, oh, shoot, this could be a long night. Yeah. Like, yeah that, that was trouble, the, the the energy and the mullet. Well, there were a lot of Kraken fans. Really? There. Yeah, there were, surprisingly. Was it all Joey Decord's family? It could have been. <laughs> and there, there are a lot of them in the student section. 
Yeah, that seems to be a trend. Hmm. I don't know. Seems to be a trend. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Matias Michelli continues on his hot streak. We'll pay attention to that. Um, but then, I mean, the thing that kind of for me highlights this night is Barrett Hayton. It finally yeah. happened <laughs> after 12 games. Barrett Hayton finally finds to quote Tyson Nash, Nash, the back of the net. And we didn't even know that he did it for a a while. Um, Tips a a great shot by Clayton Keller on the power play. And Barrett Hayton finally, finally, finally scores his first goal of the season. Keller and Schmaltz get the assists on that one. And I think this has just been a long, long time coming. And I hope, I hope just like it did for Krauss, the floodgates open. It's the monkeys off his back and, we're, we're good. Yeah, and it, but he's doing the same things he was, he's was he been doing all season. He's getting to the net. And if you look at the goal, and we had to watch it, we watched it in here frame by frame, and we had to really slow it down to see that he gets a piece of that puck, but he's getting to the net. He's doing the same things he was doing before. Um, so I, I, I'm happy for the kid because he's been taking a lot, of, a lot of heat and a lot of pressure for not getting on the score sheet. So I'm glad that's happened. So now maybe he can focus on getting to where he was last year on the second half of the season now maybe just can relax and go play i would like would like to see him and somebody somebody pointed out to me today if you go back and look at what barrett hayton's uh, on the hits he's a guy that was averaging a hit a, a hit a game last season and he's he's kind of getting behind in that stat a little bit so i'd like to see him maybe get a little more physical especially um with with keller and schmaltz and maybe you can create a little more room for him but to get on the score sheet for him. It's the weight off his shoulders. It's the, now we don't have to talk about it anymore and just do what you're doing. Just get to the net. I think he's got more in him. Um, let's see what goes on this road trip and let's hope that we can stop talking. And I was talking about it too, about changing centers on that line. It's funny how like every, when things aren't going well, we're like, what can we change? And then they, they like no, barely fine. win. And I'm, that's not an accusation at you. That's like no, all it's of true, us. Though. It's all of us. Yep, I, was, all I was the one who said, should they shuffle the lines the other yep. day? Um, but Barrett Hayton, because of this, and this could have gone to many, but because of what it means, Barrett Hayton is our dog. He's got that <laughs> He's desert got that dog desert in desert him. Dog. Look at that. He one goal, two shots. Right yeah. And you can see when, he, like, the celebration on the ice, like, they kind of knew that that went in and that was yeah. his goal, and he deserves this. So I'm so happy um, for Barrett Hayton. He uh, he deserves yeah, this one. He does, and and it's again that line is going to drive the offense for this team. And Schmaltz and Keller clearly are going to be the guys that are going to be at the top of the the stats when this season is 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 getting to a close. But Barrett Hayton is going to be the guy that creates the room for those guys. He's going to be the guy that drives the nets, that pulls away defensive zone coverage. He's going to be the guy digging out pucks out of the corner to get to Schmaltz and Keller. He's a really important part of it, and it is nice to get him rewarded. And I know we talk about it in the Discord, the members only Discord, a lot about you know where is he fit, and he does so many things right that you know, and, I, and I'm. That's why we're not coaches. That's why we do this. And the coaches stuck with them. And I think it'll pay off in the long run. Absolutely. Um, by the way, we're six likes away from seeing the magician. So keep hitting the like button if you just got here. Um, Rad Moss said, who got the shootout goal and where is he <laughs> who from? Who did? How, how about that kid? What a move by Nick Bukestead. Right back to his high school days and his college days at the University of Minnesota. Yes, the state of Minnesota. That's a hell of a move. That goalie had, literally had no chance. No chance. His feet, he was swimming in the blue paint. He was done. That was a hell of a goal. I don't know how he does it because he doesn't do it five on five, like during the game. He doesn't do that. He kind of beats it around a little bit. And then he get. that was a great goal. And can I say something about the shootout? Of course. Can, can we make a rule? That you have to go fast? Yes. Yeah. 
There should be a time. You know how they got the pitching clock in baseball? They should have a clock that starts when the player crosses the blue line. And he has so many seconds I like it. to have a shot attempt. As soon as your feet cross the blue line, the countdown clock starts. Because that Kuznetsov started it, which was ridiculously slow. But both Keller and Schmolson. Keller usually moves, goes I pretty know. fast. I oh. like it. I mean, uh, the pitch the clock, clock significantly pitch clock, improved baseball, in. in my opinion. I agree. But Bukestad, he... he Gary, we'll add it to, to our list of things for yep. Gary. For Gary. Um, yeah, Keller was a little bit slow on his shootout yes. attempt, but he was not slow on his little tic-tac-toe move no. with Nick Schmaltz to score that sick power play goal. And Sean Dersey, who was originally in the second assist on the original Keller goal that then got changed, yep. he got his redemption as the second assist on the Keller power play goal. Schmaltz continues to pick up points. I believe he leads the team right now in points. Um, and... It's it's always a good night when you see your top line guys getting points. And now this was the first night of the season that we saw Keller Schmaltz and Hayton, the entire top line, all on the score sheet tonight. And Clayton Keller with just a nasty shot um, from his – that's kind of his spot on the power play, that part of the circle. Um, yeah. And that that's like – it's quintessential Clayton Keller. It's a quintessential shot. And just that little pass sequence was unbelievable. So he's taken over the lead in goals with five on this team. Keller, there's several tied at four coming into the game. Keller takes the goal lead with with five. And Nick Schmaltz does lead the team in points right now with 12. Trailed closely by Keller with 11. Good. So That's there. good. Yep. Because, again, last game we were saying, oh, like, what Clayton mm-hmm. Keller seems a little off. He's been a little quiet. Nope. Tonight, the nope, top line comes in and does what they need to do. Um, and so. Michelli's in third with 10. Great. There you go. Great. I'll take it. Um, and one other guy that I want to talk about kind of highlighting his game tonight is Logan Cooley. Yeah. Um, because he led this team with shots on goal tonight with six. Wow. The next highest shots was Matt Dumbo with four. Wow. You and I pointed out multiple times throughout tonight that Cooley looked a little bit more confident. He was feeling it. He was around it. He had that great pass to Carconi. I don't think Carconi was quite ready yeah. for the pass, but that easily could have been a, a goal. In. yep. Um, he continues to make amazing passes. Like it's unbelievable to see, but he def- obviously was shooting more tonight with his six shots on goal. What were your thoughts? I, I thought he he looked like he was moving faster. He looked like he had some speed in his step, and I think it, the confidence started in that first period. That play with Carconi, it was give and go. And, and when I watched it the first time live, I th- thought, oh my gosh, why didn't Cooley shoot? Because he had the whole net, but then I was wrong. Joey Decord was there. He got body position on Cooley. Cooley didn't have a shot, so he made that quick pack pass back to Carconia. I, I like you said I don't think Carconia is ready like that's an empty net tap in and it should have been a, an assist for Cooley but from that moment on you felt when he got the puck he was thinking offense and he he, he was trying to deliver pucks to the net. he had the six shots but he had eight shot attempts total um and you saw him in overtime on the three on three I thought he tried to dangle through players for the first time he's starting to get that little bit of confidence so yeah and and, and the big face off on the power play goal when um they kicked out the who I don't know who was lined up for the draw was it was it Hayton lined up for the draw? Yeah, Hayton lined up for the draw, and he got kicked out, and so Cooley took the draw and won it before the faceoff. So, yeah, I thought there were little things in his game that he looked more dynamic today with the puck. And I know it's baby steps, and I know it's not the big flashy goal like he got against L.A. and Australia, but it's those baby steps where he had those little glimpses and little flashes, and it's game 12. And so he just continues to build on that. Now, when they get on this road trip, he's got to do it again. Yeah, he's got to get he's got to get three, four shots on goal. He's got to have offensive zone time with the puck. He's got to distribute the puck, but more importantly, he's got to get the puck to the net and, and use his speed. And that's something I don't think he's used enough over the first, you know, eight, nine, ten games. Is he? I, 
he's a fast player and I think he's deferring and trying to slow the game down and 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 have other people um distribute the puck to I think he's got to take over yeah and just fly yeah um and Revan said Cooley needs better wingers Boyd ain't it. Um, the good news is we do expect Zucker to hopefully be back later this week as on this trip, yeah. Possibly in Nashville on Saturday. Um, and Zucker was on the ice in a non-contact jersey yesterday. So, you know, we'll stay we'll stay up to date with that. Um, but Connor earlier asked, Do you think do you guys think Cooley has gained maturity of learning the new system? Do you think that could play a role in him looking I, I, more comfortable? You know, it's, it's not even the system as much, although that has something to do with it. It's Just adjusting it, to the, the NHL. Speed of this game in the NHL is so much faster than college. Like the, everything happens so fast and where he, he's a quick player and, and he was so much faster than the players he was playing with in, in the college level that he could literally do whatever he wanted every time he had the puck. And now he doesn't have that time and space. So I think that probably a little more physical. So I think he, he slowed down and I, and I think now he's starting to get the games starting to get to his pace. And I think that that's, that's the step he needs, he needs to take. He needs to do everything at a higher pace, and I think he did tonight. Yep, absolutely. Um, well, we are awaiting Craig's arrival to the show, um, but before we get there, I'll tell you about our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And we at have Wild a, Horse Pass. At Wild Horse Pass, we have a Big great Quiva. event. We do. This Sunday. This Sunday. Um, PHNX Cardinals watch party. Kyler Murray is playing. Oh, on I thought Sunday. you were going to say he was at the watch party. He's not. not but you can there. watch Kyler Murray, and it's the first glimmer of hope that you can have watching the Cardinals this season. Um, and you can do it with us at Gila River Resorts and Casinos at Wild Horse Pass. Um, there's a, what, what's it called? I said this yesterday, and I couldn't remember the name. The, the golf simulators? Yes. The, the top golf simulators? Yeah, but it's I don't not know. that, but it's digital. It's digital. There's yeah. so much to do there. Um, it's going to be a great time. It's, it's, yeah. There's giveaways. PHNX Cardinals, they're giving stuff away every so day on the show. So many giveaways at this thing. It's unreal. So yeah. I think there's, I think, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of people. Though. And if you've never been to Gila River Resorts and Casinos, any of their locations, yeah. awesome. Yep. And you know what they say, Petey? You do you. And I don't know about you, but I feel good. But I feel good. So I want to do that. I want to reshoot that commercial. I want to be that guy. He is so smooth. He's so smooth and handsome. I so be smooth that. and handsome. He's smooth. Okay. You do you. <laughs> you do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. Um, and if you bet the Coyotes money line in this one, you're probably feeling a big sigh of relief because that was stressful. Yeah. I think I saw someone earlier on Twitter said that they liked the Oats money line tonight so they were probably sweating till the very last second on this one uh, but you could have won yourself some money over at bet mgm and there's so much you can bet on over at bet mgm nhl nba nfl college college basketball's back this week there's just oh, the wait, possibilities the possibilities are endless another begins and another one begins college basketball and there's just so much as i do every week I reach out to the people I know yes. and I ask for parlay you know picks. People. What is the parlay pick of the day today? So, Shane, you know, the Defen Lock, otherwise uh, the known as lock, the Defen Lock. Smith, yep. This is his BetMGM parlay okay. pick of the week. Ready. So, Suns money line, Kings, Sacramento Kings. No, sorry. LA Kings money line, Panthers money line. All parlayed in a three-leg parlay plus 602 over at BetMGM like and he said he said if I can see that the Kings have to lose at some point. So I like his, uh, I like his thinking on this, you know, 
Sure. I trust the locksmith. You can uh, you can tail him over at BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, please do it. Use the bonus code PHNX. It's so easy. It's literally so it. easy. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10 and you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right, Craig is on his way up, but we're seeing a lot of comments in the chat about Connor Ingram. So what did you think about Connor Ingram? You know, I, when we've talked about him a lot, and, and he just brings that calmness, they're, they're two very different goaltenders in Vimelka and Ingram. Vimelka is athletic, and he's active, and he's got all this energy, and, and Connor Ingram is just calm and i and i thought he had that calmness today and you look at that first goal the two on a yeah yeah no chance there's no chance um i thought they that the team hung lots dry early and that was too bad but i as the game went on i thought he was solid and he doesn't ever need to make those huge dramatic saves because he's in position all the time so i think some of the times you think oh it's it wasn't that big a save well it was a didn't have to be a big save because he was in the right position. And I think he's so smooth in the net, so calm in the net. And then you saw him in the shootout. Uh, Everly comes down 100 miles an hour to, to win the game. And, and he stopped all three in the shootout. I, I thought he was outstanding today. And now, yeah, I got to give it to Bear on this because now we used to sit here and debate who's going to play. Who's going to play next? Well, there's no we debate. We don't have to. It's just it's every other. Veggie. <laughs> it's veggie. Yep. And it seems to be working. And as long as it's working... Keep going with it. And I think I still believe at some point they're going to have to go with the hot hand. I don't know when that's going to be, but it, once they get past the 20 game mark, it might not. I, I can't see you doing 82 games like this. I just, I just it's don't. very bizarre. It's yeah, very I bizarre. see at some point you've got to go with the hot the hot goaltender to, to, to push you along. But yeah. we'll see. Only that second. I think it was the second goal on Ingram. That was the only one that looked bad. The others, he really had no chance. Yeah. That first one, it was a two on O. It was r- ridiculous, which we will talk about more a little bit later. And then that other one, it was kind of like a bank off the like their own post. It was weird. Yeah, it was it's um, off the post and right to him. But is Radmas from Saskatchewan? Do you think? Red Moss, let us know where you're yeah, from. Yeah, is Red Moss from Saskatchewan? Um, but you know, know who we'll had see. the save of the night, PD? It who? wasn't Connor. Ingram. I do know. It was Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller. Oh save my of the game. God! Literally save of the game. Save of the game. Save the puck on the goal line. It's one of those moments that you 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 pray and think that the puck has to fully cross the goal yes. line to count as it was a goal. So close. Uh, it was so close. He was so clutch in that moment. So Clayton Keller, tip of the hat to you on that. And if he had been the dog, we might have had to put that he had that, a save yeah. on the graphic as well, um, because that was that was definitely yeah definitely a big part of it um so yeah but yeah the goaltending situation it's it's really interesting and uh we'll have to see how this evolves over time but um as we await craig we have to fulfill our promise pd because we hit 57 likes and oh, okay with 50 likes we would see what the mullet magician had to offer we saw him practicing in the back we did so i think without further ado let's see what the mullet magician has for us 
The Coyotes win again at home. It's a time for more magic with the mullet magician. We take the stick, one solid stick. We put it in the magic box and we say the magic words. Abra Vamelka, boom! And it turns it into the three. And then we say the words again and the stick is a hole. It's a magic. Mullet magic. Maybe not his best work. Wow, that is... I, Maybe I, not his best work. I was work. absolutely astounded. Did you see that? <laughs> that was phenomenal. The camera person was really, uh, was was really laughing in the background. That was very unprofessional. I, 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 I'm worried about the malt magician because... <laughs> no, why do the YouTube commercials no. always pop up during the magician? The magician. It's a conspiracy. It's a, con it's a conspiracy against the magician. I'm worried. What if... Oh, yeah, what you can rewind. If, what if the Mirage or Caesar's Palace or somebody sees that clip? They might, they they might, might take him. him away from us. They might take him away. Oh, I'm astounded. It's unreal. The mullet magic is back. It sure is. And I was worried we weren't going to see it for a while. I, I know. I, it's, it's exciting. I was worried. Good so stuff. I'm happy that we got and to more see magic. We got to see the mullet magician. Um, and Did, so... Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just see the ads. The, the I know. Ads. I know. I'm sorry, everyone. And by it. the way, Rad Moss said Saskatchewan born and bred four Sask players playing in this game. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, hello from if you're there right now. Hello. Thanks for tuning wow, in. Rad Moss. Um, and here's my magic trick. Let's bring in Craig. <laughs> hello, Craig. Hey, it's Craig. Oh, Cody. Cody's tucking my neck a little too much. Always. There we go. Always. Uh, we like this now. Yes, right. that looks great. That looks great. Do you dye your hair? <laughs> no. That's, that's really good hair. Like, I swear, the older he gets, it's like that the Dorian Gray. Is it Dorian Gray? I think it is. The, 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 but he looks younger. Mm, I think it's the filter, buddy. It's my Carrie Lake filter. Well, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. <laughs> taking away all the wrinkles. Taking away yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. You look handsome tonight, Craig. That's nice yeah, hair. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling affirmed now, so there you go. let's go. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about now. Right. <laughs> Craig, what would you like to talk about? What were the vibes post-game? Uh, the vibes were they needed this game badly. And Speaking to Andre Turigny, I, I think you guys saw it as well. This was not their best effort. Uh, they were sloppy. I thought they were outplayed. I thought Seattle was a better team tonight, but they found a way to get a very much-needed win as they had out on the longest road trip of the season. Um even Connor Ingram at times I didn't think was as sharp, but he made some really big saves for them in that third period in OT, and they, they came out of here with a win thanks to what we're now going to refer to as the closer, Nick Bugstad. Wow. Apparently, it's unbelievable, isn't it? it, it, it the legend builds for the Minnesota guy. Yeah, but he I'm doesn't. Sure want to talk about Minnesota. Go we ahead. did talk it's about it, Craig. A few times already. I, I, but, by the way, fantastic move, but where the hell is that five-on-five? Five? Like, where is that? <laughs> He's like, like, like chop, like wait, wait, he's like Benny Hanna, chopping things up down the ice five on five, and then he's smooth hand, cool hand Luke in the shootout. Uh, Leah, it's a great we, move. Can we just clip that right there and send it to Nick. Benny Hanna. Yeah, send it to Nick. Piece, right? Take Benny, me off my Chris, perfect. the Christmas card list right before the holidays. <laughs> Jesus, Louise. Oh boy, I don't know what you guys saw in that third period, but I was, I was thinking, you know. Mark, the parking attendant who always chirps me about the games going to overtime, was predicting it again. And I said, they'll be lucky to get to overtime the way this third period is going. It just felt like they were hanging on there for a long time, but they weathered it.
Yeah, especially after the penalties, Craig. That, I think that yeah. was the difference, too. And that's where the momentum seemed to get sucked out of them several times is they took penalties at, at poor, poor times. It wasn't just you, Craig. Eric also cursed us to go to not just overtime, but a shootout. Yeah. So his first, yeah. His <laughs> did, you, did you talk to Barrett Hayton? did I, I i even sent you guys some audio hopefully it works this time we'll uh, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll get it up there after the show yeah but what were yeah. was, he, was he relieved yeah he, he definitely you know he admitted he thought about it he, he, you got to focus on bigger things like the team like getting wins like helping his line mates but yeah he admitted it, it it's there he's aware of it and he, he obviously wanted to get off the schneid he was literally the last player on the coyotes roster to get a point that's unbelievable. So, the last guy yeah. on the roster. Craig said wow. that today when, when we were at the mall that he, because Dermot got an assist on the first goal and he said, now Barrett Hayton is officially the last player on the team. And he ends up getting a goal the next period. So I don't think if you told me before the season, like yeah, who who's the, the last, last player to get a, a point this season, that's not the guy. Yeah, it wouldn't be had. Barrett Hayton. No. Yeah. He, and, and he's obviously got to get it rolling. Uh, look, we can we can talk about all the other things that he does, and he does do other things yeah. for his line mates. He absolutely does. He's a responsible player, but I'm sorry. You play first line center, you got to produce points, and it is insane that you're playing between Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller, and you don't have a point to show for it. That's just really weird. Especially so, when they're leading the team in points. Yeah, they're one and two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how does it not happen? Like, just by chance, like – Something goes off his shin pad or something. Something. something, Or he just gives someone the puck and then it leads to a goal. You you would have thought it would have happened by now. But at, at least it's happened now and he can stop thinking about it. Although I'm I'm sure he's still looking at his numbers thinking, I got a lot more work to do to catch up to where I was last year at the end of the last season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Joel made a point in the chat. This team is learning how to keep clawing at these games. And I think that's something... We've seen this season. There's been some games like tonight that have gone the other way, and there's been ones like tonight that have gone their way. I think. Yeah. This was, you know, and we made it. Craig, we made the thumbnail seesaw because it was kind of a little play on words of Seattle, but also just so back and forth. Um, but I think the biggest kind of stat nugget takeaway is the Coyotes are now four and two following a loss this season, which is a really good statistic. Um, for, for a team like this and one that kind of goes through a bit of a brutal schedule, especially going into this five-game road trip, you want to mm-hmm. finish out with a win at home. We, we You missed the mullet magician, Craig, but we got to hear from him. But um, just it, it just seems like this season is it's that transition phase kind of out of the worst of the rebuild into what the future can be. And the team is kind of having to learn a new identity and, and learn how to – to win games, to claw back, to even win when they were outplayed, which although they did that a lot last year, I guess. But um, I don't know. That's just something that I want to note. Yeah, and it's it's good to see that they're they're treading water, right? They're a little bit over 500 as they head out on this road trip. So, and PDU and I were talking about this, I think, before the game. They're going to be around it. They're, they're, they're around the playoff spot still. I'm not saying that this is a team that's ready to do damage in the playoffs, but they're going to hang around and the goal has been to play meaningful games Um, so far. So good. I I really, I I hate to play so much emphasis on one game, but I really felt like they needed this game going out on this five game road trip. You don't want to fall below 500 when you're on the road for five games. So they got it done again. And, and when you look at the schedule, you never know what's going to happen on the road, but it's not like this is a brutal road trip against elite teams. They, they have a chance you know, at least to go 500 on this road trip. And if they can do that and come back home, then you're feeling pretty good about where the Coyotes are at that point as you're approaching the 20-game mark of the season. 
Yeah, I think it was important. The, the the points in it were incredibly important, and it was to your point before you get on the road. I think it was important, but they had that you know you had Montreal, Winnipeg, and Seattle, and they needed points. We said that when they when they when they lost to Anaheim in overtime, they had to come back to Mullet and get some points. They get four out of six. You would like to see. You would like to have seen a little bit better against the Jets. I thought they were competitive against the Jets and they had opportunities there. But but to come out of four out of six points before they hit the road and a tough, long, not just long travel distances, long in days. This is a tough trip. And this is what the coaching staff said before the season. If they're going to be competitive, they need to do better on the road because last year the home record was so strong. They have to win games on the road. So this road trip, they're going to have to come away with something. Like they've got five games on the road against some some good teams, but some teams they can beat. Like Dallas in Dallas, that's tough. They, they, yeah. this, this team struggles in Dallas. We're looking at Seattle and Nashville and Columbus and Winnipeg. They're all winnable games. So they need to stay, I, I will say, close to 500 on this road trip because they, they've, they've started to turn the corner at home. They got two out of three. Uh, on this homestand and that's where this team is going to make the push to the playoffs so they just need to try to stay 500 on this trip we got a lot of days in nashville by the way do they what could go wrong? What, wait can we look yeah. at oh wait is there any chance we can pull up the upcoming schedule sorry i know it's not a, a, over here but we'll we'll pull it up in just a second um but yeah it, it'll be an interesting road trip ahead kind of one that yeah that tests Yep, and it's all over too. It, 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 and it ends in Winnipeg. Good golly, to end in Winnipeg, oh, you got to cross customs getting back. They're going to be tired. It's probably going to be colder because it's Winnipeg. Poor guys. Like it had to end in Winnipeg, getting across the border customs. Of course, it's too bad. Um, okay, like a movie. Sounds like a sad movie. Ending Winnipeg. <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay, well, let's look at the schedule because I feel like you know you get so used to looking at the same one, and now we have a new week to look at. So yeah, you're right, Craig. Couple of days in Nashville, there, Dallas, Columbus. Also, why are we going Nashville, know. then down to Dallas, then, then up, up to Columbus, Columbus, then over and across to Winnipeg? Like, horrible. Well, the, I just want to talk to whoever makes this schedule. Put it on the I list. just want talk to, to talk. That's terrible. Like, nothing is, yeah, so, is geographically right about this. <laughs> it's the NHL schedule makers. So, the, yeah, they arrive in Nashville on Thursday night after the St. Louis game, and then you got Friday, you got Saturday. I know they're staying Sunday. I don't think they're flying to Dallas till Monday. So, you got a uh, weekend in Nash oh. Vegas. Uh oh. If you live in Nashville, maybe you go out to you, Broadway, you might see some yokes. Just don't take Michaela Perkins with you. <laughs> what? Oh, Can you say boy. that? Can you say that? <laughs> NHL draft? We had a good time in Nashville. Yeah, we did. You know. So I want to I want to bring up uh, one of the elephants in the room, and not to be on a downer because they just won a game, but Matt Dumba. Matt Dumba is really struggling. I don't know if you guys have talked about this yet, but no, we have not. We are going to di- we are going to dive into it right after your. You, well, we you, can do it with we, him we, here. We, we could do it with him here, dude. Does he want to do this? Do you want to watch the PD's puck talk? Oh yeah, let's roll it on the first on the first goal. Oh, it's not in the interview. No, it doesn't need to be. It's in its own. It's his own it's thing. Area. See, yeah. I don't know how this works. No, it's all good. I'm not a producer. Yeah. Okay. Let's throw a PD. Yeah. Well, let's say this team needs to generate offense, and they need to generate offense off the rush. And to do that, defensemen need to join the rush. And this time it's Travis Dermott that joins the rush. Here's the, here's the secret. And we talk about a lot of things have to lead up to a goal. When you're on a three-on-two and you're the defenseman up in the rush, one thing he has to do here, one, got to hit the net. 
You have to hit the net because you've got Kroos and Michelli driving. You got to hit the net. You cannot miss the net. And if you are going to miss it, you have to miss it strong side, which means the same side you're on. So the puck comes back out. Dermott misses it far side. And if you go to the next slide, what that means is the puck bounces off the wall and goes by everybody. You started their breakout for them. And now you see Nick Bukestad, who wins the game. Thank goodness. Because when he looks up and sees four white jerseys before he sees the first black jersey, you're counting numbers in your head. It's got to be super quick. And he goes, okay, it's four, three black jerseys trapped. I got to pull out. There is no way Nick Bukestad can dive in here. Zero. Can't go. Cannot go. He goes. And once he goes, well, that leaves a two-on-one for Matt Dumba. Now, if you're going to play a two-on-one, you need to play it from the middle of the ice and get between the two players and play a two-on-one. Now, here, you mean you don't play it from the boards, Petey? But here's something interesting, because what Matt Dumba sees is the puck halfway between him and the Seattle player. Now, if Matt Dumba is going to attack this puck, it has to be 100% he has to hit the puck, period. You have to get the puck, have to. And this is where I'm glad I went back and watched because everybody I talked to said, bad play by Dumba. And when you see it, he beats the Seattle player to the puck. Gets there first. He is there, but what happens? It goes off the linesman's leg. Instead of going back in and across the blue line, it goes off the linesman leg and it goes directly to the Seattle player and lands right on his stick. And then the pass goes up the ice and now it's a two on all. So did Dumba do the right thing? Absolutely not. There is no <laughs> way you have to think defense first. When you see two white jerseys busting at you, you need to pull out there and play that as a two on one. And then it's Nick Bukestad's fault. You just compounded the problem by attacking that puck. One thing I'll say in Dumba's defense is he got to the puck first, but you have to get the puck. And if the linesman there, guess what? You got to put it by him. So yeah. Dumba's got to pull risky. out there. Just yeah, too it's too risky. To you got to pull yeah. out there. And he's a risk-reward player, and he's thinking offense, and I get it, but he has to pull out and take that as a two-on-one. And even at a two-on-one, you're at a disadvantage, and you could uh, ultimately, they could have scored anyway, maybe. But at a two-on-one, at least you have a fighting chance. A two-on-all from the red line in, Ingram has no chance. No chance. So yeah. mistake number one. Dermot misses the net. Mistake number two, Nick Bukestad can't dive. Mistake number three, Dumba has to pull out and play the two-on-one. And that is today's PD's Puck Talk. Yeah. Where's your little applause button for yourself? Just, I know. Just I didn't have it. spinning that into the, to, to the greater topic, I'm a little concerned about what Matt Dumba's been able to do here so far. And I know it's still early, but we're starting to get to that point where you're like, okay, you need to show that you're adapting to this system. I the the thing that I had heard from the writers in Minnesota was Matt Dumba defends really well. He he was terrific defending over the second half of last season. I haven't seen it. He hasn't been good defensively. He hasn't been able to add offense. He's made some bad reads, some really bad reads. Right now, to me, Matt Dumba isn't giving the Coyotes much. Well, it, here's the here's the problem. When he played for the Minnesota Wild, he was paired with with Brodeen. And Brodeen is is an outstanding defensive defenseman. A lot of people don't know Brodeen because he's a defensive defenseman and you just don't hear his name. So Dumba was in a defensive role, all the defensive zone draws. When they were defending the top players, it would be Dumba and Brodeen. He comes here and the expectations are 
you're you're you've got to add some offense and you've got to be I think he's trying to do everything I think he's trying to attack the puck too much offensive zone neutral zone defensive zone when he attacks the puck he causes problems he's trying to be too aggressive instead of staying within himself and letting the game come to him sometimes I think he's trying to do too much that's what I think he's doing Greg I think he's attacking everywhere on the ice and sometimes you know as a defenseman you got to stay and let the play come to you you got to defend the net front you can't attack in the defensive zone there on the puck you got to you, sometimes you back off the puck I think I think he's going to have to find that spot where he feels like he fits here. And I, I don't know if he's trying to do too much offensively and it's taking him out of position or if he's he's trying to be everything to everybody. But right now, he's just got to play within himself and maybe just back off and let the game come to him a little bit as the season progresses. Because you're right, we watched film on him in the offseason. And from the blue line in, he was an outstanding defender. He was physical. He put guys through the wall. And he was good stick on puck. And we just haven't seen that Matt Dumba yet. Yeah, agreed. There's yeah. time though. There is time, ahead, and he and it's it's just crazy because he scored the first goal of the season, of the season. for the Coyotes. Yeah, and you see that first game, and you're thinking, oh, like he's making an impact right away. And I think, you know, the one thing is it is game twelve, so you know, Barrett Hayden gets his first goal tonight. There's still chance for for people to get their legs under them, and uh, you know, maybe Matt yep. Dumba's not used to the Coyotes' stupid, crazy uh, schedule. Just kidding. I'm I'm just making yeah. an excuse. But um, yeah, well, something something to keep an eye on for sure. And you know, one of those where he's here for one year, and we've talked about, I think, on our recent mailbag show, like, is he a guy you try and trade? Is he someone you keep throughout the whole year? And that's something that I feel like it's really too soon to know um, at this point in the season, especially based on his performance so far. But you know, I, I'm sure he knows that he needs to probably do more. You can see he had a, a shot on goal in the middle of the game, and he just had. He, they showed they uh, were tight on him on camera, and he just seemed really frustrated. Yeah. Um, so you, you see that. Well, you knew he made the mistake too. You, the the guy that yeah. went out to the bench, he knows. Like you, 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 he knew he shouldn't have gone there. And as soon as you get to the bench, and he, well, as soon as he turned around and saw two white jerseys going the other way, he knew. Like, what was I thinking? For sure he did. So, yeah, yeah he put the pressure on himself. He's a good quality guy. He's a good teammate. He wants to help this team win. It, 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 I hope it falls into place for him. Yeah. Absolutely. One more thing before I go. Um, I, I, I just want to talk about Matias Michelli again for a moment because – He's been so good. He's just been so good. And I tweeted this earlier, but I was just reminded that somehow Stuart Skinner got more. Oh, oh I already went on my rant goes. about yeah, it, Craig. Oh. Leah brought out her soapbox on it. I, go, I brought out did, the soapbox. Leah. I'm glad you did. Yep. And, and that might no be a one clip. was arguing with me. No one was arguing with me tonight. Like, usually I'd get the Edmonton fans chirping me back. They don't dare say anything, but Stuart Skinner's been terrible this year. He was slightly above average last season and somehow been his second in Calder Trophy voting because everybody overvalued the fact that he won games on a team that was scoring at a crazy clip. It's just absurd to me that Matias Michelli wasn't a finals for the Calder Trophy, but I think he's even better this season. I think he's been yeah. better. The goal he scored was terrific tonight. I uh, used the defenseman as a screen. I, I think it was slightly deflective, but still off the inside of the post. It's nice to see him shooting a little more, creating a little more that way. I think he's a better player than he was last year. And Andre Turin, you said it the other night that right now he's probably our best player. 
Can you imagine though when he gets more games, more experience, more confidence too? I I, I don't think that we've seen the ceiling to Matias Michelli's game at all. Like, and it's the funny thing is, I, I wonder, Craig, if you went around the National Hockey League to to casual hockey fans, if any of them would have any idea who the hell Matias Michelli is. It's from. amazing, isn't it? It is. And by the way, I just realized while I was talking about Michelli, I was literally doing this. I know. We did it to two. We did it, we did it to two. It. I was doing it subconsciously. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But yeah, it's become a thing. We've made it a thing. Just a reminder, Matias Michelli was drafted in the fourth round, 98th overall. I just felt like I should throw yep. that out there. There you go. This felt like yep. it needed to be said. There you go, Matias. Um, well, Craig. Is he from Italy? No. No. But he should be. The Finnish fettuccine, as the our Finnish Discord calls him. I still think he's from Italy. I think he's lying to us. I'm going I'm to dive into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to do you need to do some investigative reporting on this one, Craig. That's famous. That would be, be a fun story, wouldn't it? Just oh, yeah. somehow finding some tie to Italy. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Italy's family background in the family 23 and me get a new sponsor let's go <laughs> we, we do the csi board with the yarn and everything we're tracking <laughs> Mat- matthias michelli's family back to back to italy somewhere i, I like it. it i love it oh okay. craig before we let you go what do you have coming to go phnx.com this week got a got a feature on liam o'brien as i told you lee i discovered something about him that i did not know something it's very it's shocking ind- very but- endearing to me and I'm not going to tell you. You'll have to read the story. I have you know? a piece on. She does. I don't it's know. shocking, but Wait. not like in a what way? In a like wow way. I don't know. Petey, I, I would write it, you know, and send it to you in a text, but you wouldn't read I it would anyway. Read yeah. so, <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, yeah. And then I have a piece coming on Miko Matiga as well, Coyotes prospect who plays for the University of Denver, currently ranked number two in the country. They will be here this weekend. Unreal. To play the Arizona State Sun Devils. Huge uh, weekend. Yeah. And. And I've got a Coyotes prospect report coming as well. And tomorrow morning, I've got a piece on not so much the rivalry series between Canada and the U.S., but just looking at it through the lens of Arizona women's and girls hockey. The fact that it's here, I think, is yet another sign. Lindsay just talked about this. We had her on the show, Lindsay Fry, about the growth of the game here. So that's coming tomorrow morning. And, 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 and to, to follow up on Greg's comment there, if you are out there and you are in the Arizona, the Phoenix metro area, and you've got no plans tomorrow, swing by Mullet Arena. Oh, the yeah. Hockey Go is going to be fantastic. Craig and I are going to be there watching the USA-Canada women in the rivalry series, and there is literally no, uh, like, USA versus Canada in hockey at any level. I don't care. Give it to me. I mean, me. this is like the Olympics, yeah, but it is. just not for medals. <laughs> so excited to see it. I saw that the, the, they had a couple of the Olympians, former Olympians, dropping the puck tonight at the game. Some of the players for tomorrow in the game. I, we saw Lindsay Fry. She had a, the, the red, white, and blue sweater on tonight. Um, so please, I know we say that a lot, but just go check it out. It's going to be a really fun time. And uh, you can say hi to Craig. Don't say hi to me. Just leave me alone. Oh, give me better. a break. Give no, me a break. I You'll like glad people. Ending I like people. I can't Kissing wait. Babies. I will. Let's go. You get here. I was helping fans today hook up antennas. It's true, <laughs> true, true story. I did. Sorry. Sorry. I put him up to it too. Because yep. he came to me first to ask him, oh, you know who you need to talk to? Petey will help yep. you. He'll, he'll walk you through it. There we go. He did it in our there office. So. There we go. All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you I go. Said. Yeah. We'll let you All go. Right. But thanks. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. All right, guys. Au revoir, right. bonsoir. Au revoir. <laughs> bon, I want to say bonjour, even though that's yeah, the wrong bonjour. name. Bonsoir. Um, well, thanks to Craig. And as he mentioned, lots of stuff 
popping up at gophnx.com this week. The prospect report, that one's for diehards only. So you got to become a diehard uh, to access that. And if you're not a diehard, become one today. There's a lot of diehards in here. Today. There's a lot of diehards. Drop a hashtag diehard. I think Joel's that. going to the game tomorrow. I yeah, Joel, Joel and Christina. Here. I think uh, Chris is. Yeah, um, Roaring, I think Roaring Fork's going too. So let us yep. know if you're going to the game. Let us know if you're a diehard. Um, and join our Discord. Lots of fun in there. Craig actually gave a little hint to some more content coming later in the week. There's a lot. Craig's <gasps> dropping hints. Oh, that thing. It involved a song. That other thing. And yeah. that's all I'll say. Wow. Yeah. Dude, when is that going to happen? Friday. That happens Friday? Yeah. Buddy, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I, I will say this about what happened for the Fridays. Just one more little tease. We've created a lot of content here. I got I got a text today from at Leah Merrill that said, best content we ever created. <laughs> and I, I think I'm right. I think you might be right. So Friday, I'm Sean excited. Sean DePaz was jealous. He was jealous because Sean DePaz knows about it. Jealous. Yeah. Jelly. Oh, boy. You know what I'm not jealous of? You what? getting your floor replaced oh, right now. Oh, buddy, it is not fun. Not fun. No, but the, 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 it's not the, like the, the end act, result. The act of them ripping up yes. your floor. Not There's fun. just no easy way to do no. it. No. Even if they're really good customer service and they do an incredible job and the, the finished product is amazing, it's kind of a difficult It's, it's a difficult process. It is, but, but it's worth it. Empire makes it as easy like a new home. as possible. Like a new home. They, they want you to shop at home at your convenience. They, they have a... a a thing that you can like see what the floor would yes. look like. Like the last thing you want to do is go through all that and then hate the floor. Augmented get. reality, yeah. not virtual. Augmented. There you go. See, look at those fancy terms. Um, and they just care about their quality. I told you about their customer, customer service. service. Yeah. If something goes wrong, boom, manager in my house next day. There you go. Boom. So you can schedule Fixed. a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a three hundred and fifty dollars off discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com/slash/PHNX for details and we uh we mentioned our new partner this week and i'm really excited about this one desert financial credit union um they've been around for more than 84 years they're arizona's largest most trusted local credit union same amount of time as craig (laughs) no Potentially the mullet magician. We don't oh, know yeah. much about him. We don't him. know much about him. Um, I bet you he has a desert. Oh, well, for sure. Yeah, he's for, got the cardinal card. Oh yeah, they have a they have a cardinal card and they have an ASU card, so they you do. can get personalized cards. Um, that's a really cool option as well. Um, and right now, when you open a free checking account online, you can get two hundred dollars in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com/slash two hundred. So there you go. Uh, a couple other things that I want to talk about. First wow. of all, our friend Caleb. Caleb, if you're here, wave. I didn't um, see Caleb. So Caleb is doing this thing now in Discord where he does Caleb's lists. Oh, okay. And I think they're funny. And sometimes the lists, it's like one, B, three, like he does it out of order. Sure. But today it was Caleb's list, Seattle things that suck. And I, I wanted to share it because I think it's funny. Uh, number one, Starbucks. Number two, Amazon's crippling economic hold. <laughs> number three, Jeff Bezos's hairline. And number four, the Kraken versus the Arizona Coyotes. So Caleb... I always love your list of things that suck and continue to share them and I will continue to share them as well. So Yeah, I am surprised he hasn't chimed in. He's probably sleeping. It's all good. Um aw. Bad news. The thing that we just teased with the song is I gonna have to be pushed. Just texted me. But no, that's okay. Us. Just know that it's gonna be Something worth the wait. Something is there and it's worth the wait. It's absolutely worth the wait. Gonna, it might be weeks now. But that's okay. It's really worth the wait. Um <laughs> what? Kenneth. Can you read it? Yeah, I think they should show the magician to kids at school for Stranger oh. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's actually oh, a very nice man. 
the mullet magician yeah yeah he's very oh my god um okay one underrated part of the night and those who were at the game didn't get to experience this but they mic'd up sean dersey tonight yes if you're gonna mic up a player on this team like sean dersey is the guy he has an awesome personality and you know you see mic'd up sometimes and it's just guys going hey 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 and you're just like all right i don't care about this yeah it was great and they every time they showed it was like a minute straight of compelling content so great mike shaundersy up every game this is my petition i'm here for it and shout out to my friend spencer i saw you earlier here in the chat so spencer was um standing by the glass at warm-ups and sean and all of a sudden a puck hits him in the head not i think he's fine (laughs) i right spencer um he did send me a picture of his hat you can see the mark where the puck hit him so anyway he's like looking around saying who hit me and everyone was like i couldn't tell and then sean dersey comes up and said i'm sorry man did i hit you and gives him a a puck no yeah there you go so you knew he was in he was due for a good night i tell you a good guy i i i think on the walking and talking list he's got to be on there oh like it, yeah people think we've done it at walking on top we haven't done a jersey he just he's, no it's because he's just he he's, like well he crashed our show that one time show. Yep. <laughs> i think he needs to be yep so they're, they're we're hoping for walking and talking tomorrow but uh, yeah, that's okay they're not practicing uh all guys said i bet keller would be a boring yeah. mic top. i can hear that chewing on his schmaltz. microphone a schmaltz would be horrific <laughs> that might be the worst mic'd up ever oh lord no no offense to, to no. nick schmaltz it just it's I, I just don't think that'd be good radio Audio. No offense. Uh, no. All gas also said, I think they should put the magician on a coyote's t-shirt. We are working on it. Hmm. We're trying. Uh, because I think the magician should also be uh, on yeah. a t-shirt. Um, uh, and I'm just I'm just again, I'm just glad they they pulled off mullet magic. Yeah, I think it was uh, mullet magic is very important for this team to be I I mean they don't have to be the, what were they, eighth in the National Hockey League at home last season. They just need to be top ten like if they could be tenth, twelfth at home yeah. and just be better on the road, that's still good enough to get them close to the P word. And speaking of the P word, the Coyotes right now are in a wild card position wow. with the our good friends, the, the Anaheim, Anaheim Ducks, Ducks, just as lost. we all expected. Yeah, the Ducks um, and Coyotes. And just it. as we all expected, the Vancouver Canucks are second wow. in the Pacific Division. Wow. Crazy right now. Wow. The Central is Dallas, Colorado, and the Edmonton Winnipeg. Oilers are winning the Pacific, right? No. No. They have five points still. Same as they did Saturday last time we Second went through this. Second to last below the Chicago Blackhawks. Do you think they're going to get first overall again? Chicago? Like, no, Edmonton. Ugh. They've had it like six times in the last eight years. San Jose's winning right now. Let's That's go San Jose. That's something we could say. Before. I'm going to root for San Jose for the rest of the year because I'm tired of people dogging on that. I feel bad for that. I do too. I really do. Let's go Sharks. But even so, PD, looking at the the Western Conference playoff picture right now, and I know it's freaking November 7th, but you look at Dallas. Dallas in the Central has 15 points. The Coyotes have 13. There you go. Like, That's not- the Coyotes are one win off from first place in the central so like the, you look at the pacific and the golden knights have 23 points it's a much bigger yes. point disparity it, i just don't know how we got to this universe where the pacific division flipped and is now the stronger division, the stronger division. in the west yeah we, we thought it was the central so now the coyotes so are the, at this weird so you're advantage. telling me the coyotes are heading on this road trip and they're going to go into dallas with the possibility of taking over first place in the central i i mean they'd have to hold on yeah they gotta win there's a lot of things that yeah, would have sure. to stay the course but Huh? Who says no? I I don't I don't I don't not me. Who says no? Not me. Uh, can we pull up the upcoming schedule one more time, Eric, if you don't mind? So we got St. Louis, Nashville, Dallas, Columbus, Winnipeg. 
Where are the wins? I, I think Thursday in St. Louis is a win. Okay. I think because they're, they're going to skip practice tomorrow. They're going to fly right there. It's an early flight. They're going to land early. I give them the win on Thursday. Saturday is an overtime win. So there's two wins. I, I just don't see them winning in Dallas. I, I This Dallas Stars team is good. Ottinger's playing phenomenal hockey. They're top five in goals against. Struggling to score, but they're, they're, they're so stingy. Um, Columbus, they're not very good either. No. That's winnable. Winnipeg in Winnipeg's tough. Uh, there's, they have three wins potential there at St. Louis, Nashville, and Columbus for me are the three potential wins. I think Dallas and Winnipeg on the road are really tough yeah. buildings to win in. Agree. So if they come back three and two, they get six six points. If they get five points out of this. It's a great trip. Great. Great. So we'll have to see, and uh, you know that we'll be there. <laughs> Plainly asinine. If the Yotes are in first place on December 1st, do we trade Trade for for Taylor Taylor Hall? Hall. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. B said Jets scheduled loss. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it feels sometimes. Um, And then Paul said top by the 15th. I mean, who says no? We're not going to say no anymore. Defy the odds, which is what our punch card says. So let's take a look. Um, And we finally have a break in the pattern because we thought it would be another loss to match line one, but it wasn't. It's a win. So we're we're mixing it up. And the Coyotes are now back above 500 with a .542 winning percentage to be exact and are now 5-4-1 in their last 10, um, 4-2 at home. When's our next show? Um, Like our show or post Oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah. We should have a segment where we plan the parade route. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Just a touch. D-backs didn't even do that, and they were in the World yeah, Series. Yeah, so maybe just a touch too soon. Oh, my Sorry. Lord. Um, and speaking of tomorrow, we what? have a special guest in studio. Yeah. Sun Devil Hockey head coach Greg Powers is stopping by to join us because the Sun Devils are 6-1. and one. Wow. Right now, speaking of hot teams in Arizona, um, and they are facing a number two ranked Denver this weekend. As Craig mentioned, Heidi's prospect Nico Matika is on that team. He'll be in town um, checking in with him. So really looking forward to talking to Greg Powers because ASU hockey has been a little bit of a wagon lately. Yeah, and that's a huge series. If they, if they can get some points out of this series, I don't want to say it guarantees them an NCAA spot, but it goes a long way in a pairwise when you can when you can compete with the number two team in the country. So that's huge. Tune in if, if you get a chance to listen to Greg Powers. He's always great. I, I bumped into him at the mall today. He said practice has been going very good. He said that the guys are fired up to get a chance to play one of the top teams in the country. And, I, and the other thing I have to say is we talked about the, the, the CSI board with the yarn. Can you imagine Charles Woodhull Pike tonight? He literally might not sleep. Oh, with the punch card? With the punch card. Um, sorry, I just was laughing because A-Root said playoff party at the Tempe dump. Buddy. You might oh. be onto something. Would that be at the, fun? At the Lauren Kuby Park? The Lauren Kuby Park. If you we can set know. up tables. <laughs> I've been there. I got directions. I had Bring your hazmat suit. Yeah, somehow I don't think they'd like if we did that. The city of Not happy. Oy, Although oy. tailgating at the dump before the... Okay. This is something I know we're running a touch long and I know the people have things to do, but can you imagine playoff hockey in Mullet Arena? I, I have. Gary Bettman's head might explode. I have imagined it. And I've oh I've reveled. God. I've reveled at the Fire. thought of it. What would the league do? What would they do? The haters would be hating, oh, and there's nothing they could do about it. I, can you imagine they open up at the Vegas Golden Knights at home, and you're going <laughs> you're going to one of the biggest, loudest <laughs> arenas in the National Hockey League in Vegas, and then you come play the next game in the Mullet? It's, that's yes. All I can say is yes, please. I'm in. I'm in. Play up hockey at the Mullet. 
I don't think that we should pregame at the dump. No. I think we should pregame at Illegal Pete's. Oh. Seems, seems to be our good uh, pregame location. What? Oh, we need an Illegal Pete's like right outside the studio. I like know. right now, you said that. We need one. So good right now. It sounds I, so good. Did, like, I know people think we're just doing this because they're ads. Illegal Pete's no. is fire. It's fire. And a lot of the people watching the show right now know that. Oh, Eric, have you been to Illegal Pete's? Eric. What? Uh oh. I just got here. Yeah. Okay. Eric just started, to be fair, but oh my God, Eric, we're going to change your oh, life. Oh my God. And the happiest mistake I ever made was he asked me, did I want queso? And I thought he meant with my chips. And I was wrong. He meant with my bowl. And he poured queso all over my bowl. And it was fantastic. I, I'm so excited. I want to go back to Illegal Pete's. Can we a, go there again? We absolutely can. Okay. And there's a lot of times to go this week. And you can go before the rivalry Christine series was there last tomorrow. Time. Delilah. Yes. They you win. can go to the rivalry series before <gasps> the rivalry series tomorrow. Yes. You can go before the ASU games this Yes. Weekend. There's just there's a, lots of times to like go. Like you even need an excuse to go to Illegal Pete's. And guess what? This what? is new. Have tickets to a game this season? Yes. Head to Legal Pete's before or after any ticketed event and score a house margarita or draft beer for a penny with I've their sound pennies. check promo. I've got pennies. Well, yeah, bring in, your ticket. Bring your ticket. To Legal Pete's. Nobody's got tickets anymore. A margarita. Bring your damn phone. Bring, whatever. How do you do? Can I ask you a question? Oh my God. <laughs> so you go to the World Series and you've got these, like I've got tickets on my wall in frames. They're tickets. They're made out of paper. I don't know if Eric's familiar with the concept because he's in his twenties. <laughs> you're, you're in your twenties. What the? What do you do now? I asked my son. Went to the World Series game. What do you do? Take a picture of your phone. Take a screenshot. Take a screenshot, buddies. But so I don't know what you do. You take your phone to, to Illegal Pete's, but get your tickets up. Get the queso. There you have. Sorry, it. I was going to go it. longer, but I. Um, stopped. and while you're at Illegal Pete's, they do have Four Peaks beer on tap. <sighs> Um, so you can get, get the four peaks flowing. I've been on the pumpkin porter lately. I know Craig has too. You're always on the wow. I, you know, I, I'm, I've been a kilt lifter for life and I switched. I, I'm, there's just something about the wow. And you Joy start Bush. to notice wow on a lot of taps at Arizona we, restaurants. Buddy, we, we did the golf thing today. Putting world. They have wow. Putting world. Wow on tap. That was a great we'll time. We'll talk about putting world at, at another time. Right? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Putting so fire, but they had uh, four peaks on tap. All of that kilt lifter and wow on tap. They did. Awesome. Yep. Well, you can swing by the H.E. Pub if you've never been. Visit Four How Peaks. How could you have not been there? I mean, some people don't live in Arizona. The chicken tendies. I just, the purse, the, the, oh, the Saskatchewan people were like, we don't have Four Peaks here, but we'll find a beer. Um, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. And you can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. I will say that to Ren. And I did see that. There's actually a site now where you send the details. I saw it on Twitter or one of those things. Oh, and they make you a ticket? Yeah. That's a good So you send uh, in the details, model. what it was in the event, and then they send you a printed ticket of that event. That's it costs you money smart. to buy a That's ticket hilarious. that you paid for. That's hilarious. But I saw that, Ren, so you're all over it. Um, all right. Well, Is that it? That's it. Anything else? I don't know. Let Eric get home to his family. Yeah, Eric's, Eric's got stuff to do. We got to let Eric get going. Sorry, I feel Eric. bad. Well, and we're going to do it all over again tomorrow, and then we got a post-game show when? Thursday. Thursday. St. Louis? Yes. Okay. Clayton Keller's hometown. Yeah, he does well there. there. Take there. Clayton Keller points. Bet MGM. Anytime Clayton Keller point. anytime points over Thursday. Shots? Take over it. Over on shots? Yeah, over on also, shots. Also, and Cooley's been shooting the puck, oh, so buddy. maybe a little over-action on Parlay. him. Parlay. Ooh, yep. that should have been my parlay pick. Why don't you... Yeah. 
Let's get our parlay picks I have picks to rely out. on We're going to tweet that out in the day. Let's tweet out our parlay picks in the day. Yes, we will. Absolutely. Um, well, everybody, thanks so much for being here. Hit the thumbs up. I see a lot of thumbs up and one thumbs down. I know. We always get that and one. for some reason, I'm the one down person. is like upsetting and the 74 thumbs up. Like, what anyway. do we do to piss that guy off? Oh, anyway. Uh, what a oh, night. Well. Coyotes win. Went at home. Headed on the road. And uh, that's that's it from us. Again, you can subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell. So you never miss when we go live um, and be sure to hit the little five star button wherever you listen to your podcast. It takes one second, like yeah, not even second. kidding. One second. Just hit the five, five stars star. means yep. means so much to us. Yep. means so much. Um, and if you want to take the extra 30 and write us a little review, I, I have been going and reading them. I saw Charles left a review. I see your reviews. I read them. I um, so so do it. I'll read them to PD okay. and Craig. Because he doesn't like know how to do stories. that. I like it. Okay. Um, and you can follow all of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leo Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan. Eric, what's your at? At Eric Ruby. At Eric at Ruby. Eric That's Ruby. Eric with a K. That's right. Eric, Eric with, with a K. K. Um, and you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We are oh so close. We are 21 followers 21. away from 6,000. It was 6, more than that last time. Yeah, we're, we're closer. chipping away. Almost 6,000. So go ahead and follow us there. We'll be back live at 2 p.m. tomorrow with Greg Powers in studio and then another post game show in the cool. following day. So busy week ahead. Cool, cool. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody, and we'll see you all tomorrow.